0: My name's Kieran McCardle, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. On Driver. Snyder with scars! Now it's a L score. Hands off for Rabel. Switches hands and scores! Kylie O'Miller showing off those shifty skills. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson. A shot and a goal. Just inside the arc. Kieran McCardle.
1: Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk, the voice of pro lacrosse. I'm Hutton, he's Adam, together we're bringing you interviews with your favorite players and coaches as well as news from all four professional lacrosse leagues. We're here with Kieran McArdle, four with the New York Riptide in the NLL, an attackman with the Waterdogs Lacrosse Club in the PLL. Kieran is no stranger to the expansion draft, having been picked up by two expansion teams in the span of six months. Today he joins us to talk about his experiences playing both professional box and field lacrosse. Kieran, welcome to the show.
0: Excited to be on. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course, no. It's great to have you on. Uh, we appreciate it, especially you know, uh, just a month off uh, from that expansion draft where you were drafted by the Water Dogs. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But I want to start at the beginning of your lacrosse career, uh, growing up on Long Island. Uh, tell me when you first started playing lacrosse and what kind of drew you to the sport.
0: Um. So organized lacrosse was uh, kindergarten. I've pretty much had a stick in my hand uh, ever since I was born. Um, you know, my my dad played growing up. Uh, played throughout high school. Um, he went on to play soccer in college, but um, my family's always been a big sports family. Um, so, you know, even before I could walk, I had, you know, basketball, hockey sticks, lacrosse, you know, soccer ball, everything um, around me at, at all times, and I've just been drawn to the the game of lacrosse.
1: No, that's awesome. And then uh, for college, you ended up going to St. John's, and you became the first player in St. John's history to amass 200 points. Uh, one hundred assists and one hundred goals in your career. What was it like playing for the Red Storm?
0: Um, you know, it was it was very uh cool experience for me. Um, you know, obviously being being close to home. Um, you know, family and friends are, are able to make it to all my games. Um and then, you know, the friendships and the bonds that you make throughout college are, are for life. So um both of those factors as well as um, you know, while we were while I was there we were we were able to do uh you know, win some pretty big games and and kind of put St. John's lacrosse on the mat. Um, so it was uh, it was a really cool experience uh, altogether. You
1: yeah, know, that's awesome. And uh, we're gonna get into a little bit of your uh, field lacrosse career, but before first, I actually want to talk NLL. Um, you were you joined the Toronto Rock in 2017. You told me that you had tried out for the Black Wolves initially. Um, but what kind of got you interested in uh, going pro in the box game?
0: Um, you know, I just. I just wanted to dive in and experience something new, um, something that I wasn't, um, you know, growing up playing, uh, you know, kind of a new challenge and a new opportunity. Um, And, you know, uh, Brody Merrill at the time uh, was the captain of Toronto Rock, um, and he actually reached out to Schreiber and myself and kind of asked if we had any interest um, in playing the box game. Um, And, you know, both of us (laughs) said we don't really have any experience um you know we would love to you know come down and and try out uh and Brody was um real adamant about how hard they were going to work with us and and develop us as as box players and and teach us the game um so Schreiber and I went up there um you know we would spend 5 days up there at a time uh you know kind of practicing Saturday uh we would have training camp and then Tuesday also but then in between those those days uh Schreiber and myself would I'll be watching film and and kind of learning from the guys, asking questions uh, and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of how it all started.
1: You know, you both certainly excelled uh, while you were on the Toronto Rock. In the three seasons you spent there, you averaged 38 points per season. Um, So how do you think you kind of developed in those first three
0: years? (laughs) You know, I I feel like I'm I'm still developing. Um, You know, the box game is, is very different than the outdoor game you know once you really dive into it uh and you actually start to play you realize how different the game is um you know i try to explain it to people um even even people that know both indoor and outdoor and and they don't really understand how it's how it is so different because at the end of the day it is it is lacrosse but i would say my development has been pretty big and it has helped my outdoor game you know with with the off ball movement um a lot of the two man game uh being more accurate with your shot um, you know, kind of working together as a five-man unit out there on the floor. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been an awesome experience so far.
1: No, that's great. And then you were drafted by the New York Riptide, uh, in the expansion draft this past summer. Uh, what's it like returning to Long Island and playing at Nassau Coliseum nonetheless?
0: It's, uh, it's amazing, honestly. You know, I, I grew up going to the Saints game in that, in that same Coliseum, uh, playing, playing at halftime when I was just like a young kid, um, you know, kind of having dreams of, of playing on that floor and, and being a professional lacrosse player, you know, back in second and third grade. So, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, 20, 20 something years and and now I'm out there um, kind of living my dreams. So, um, you know, pretty cool all together.
1: No, that's awesome. And unfortunately, your team season hasn't gone exactly as planned, but you're still building a strong foundation for future seasons. What has the message been from Coach Thorpe, uh, and what are some areas you've seen the team grow in this season as you guys have progressed?
0: Yeah, you know, the the main the the main message is, is to continue to get better. Um, you know, every time we get together, every weekend, every time out on the floor, um, you know, continue to progress, continue to move forward, uh, taking steps in, in the right direction, um, you know. I think from game one to game, uh, you know, 11 now, uh, you, you know, obviously the wins don't show it, but um, we feel like we are progressing. Um, and, you know, obviously sometimes the wins and losses don't always show show the progress. Um, but, you know, we, we have a tight knit group and a and a great leadership and, and great coaching staff uh, that's leading us in the right direction. So we're really trying to build something, um, you know, special here on the Island and, and uh, you know, it's, It'll take a little while. Um, it's not going to happen in one season, but as long as we continue to progress forward, uh, we'll, we'll be headed in the right direction.
1: No, that's great. Um, and I want to switch gears a little bit now to the, the field game. Um, you know, you, you started out in the MLL right after college. You were drafted by the Florida Launch in 2014 and had an incredible rookie season, uh, setting two rookie single-season records with 34 goals and 49 points. Uh, how are you able to make such an easy transition to the field game from college to the pros?
0: Uh, it makes it pretty easy when you're playing with Casey Powell um you know i i I didn't have to do too much besides for put the ball on the back of the net um you know with with him play, playing with him on the same attack line um so that's that was a huge a huge help coming in my rookie year um and then you know just the coaching staff you know believing in me and and putting me in the right position to uh excel um i think that was that was a huge key in in my rookie year and you know, it was I was playing a little bit different of a role. Um, you know, Casey was was more of the ball handler quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and
0: that's that's kinda what I was used to in college. Um but you know, he made it real easy on me and and you know, we worked together real well and I I think that's that's a huge part of my success that year.
1: You know, it must have been awesome playing with, you know, such a legend in the game. Uh we're trying to get him on the podcast at some point. Um But uh, you know he continues to make an impact even in his retirement.
0: I mean he'll he'll make an impact you know for the for the rest of his life on on the game of lacrosse for sure.
1: No, absolutely. And then you joined the PLL last season uh, with the Atlas. You were tied for second on the team in points with twenty five. How do you think your first season in the PLL went?
0: Individually, a a little bit of a fall off compared to my you know my post. pro years, but, um, overall it was, it was a great experience. Um, you know, the, from the game day experience to, you know, the, the way everything was ran, um, you know, all the behind the scenes, the media, um, being on NBC, um, all those things, you, you really felt like a, uh, a professional athlete out there. And, um, you know, it's, it's only the first season. So I'm excited to see, uh, the PLL grow and, and to be a part of it. And, and help the sport of lacrosse grow, you know, for the future.
1: Absolutely, and I'm sure you're excited to play on Long Island as well this season.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to be really cool. Uh, Stony Brook is, is going to be an awesome venue, and and it's going to definitely be a sold-out venue.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then, you know, despite your success in 2019, uh, you know, from a, a point standpoint, you um, you now you were left unprotected and were drafted by the water dogs for this season. were you surprised to go unprotected and when you did go unprotected, were you expecting to hear your name called in this expansion draft?
0: Yeah, so I talked to uh coach Rubio um and he kind of gave me the rundown on on you know the reason why I wasn't protected and and what he was hoping would happen um you know he he left uh Cloutier and and myself unprotected. Um, you know, thinking that they weren't going to take both lefty attackmen mm-hmm. um, and kind of hoping that, you know, they took no lefty uh, attackmen off the Atlas. Um, but then, you know, as, as come, came closer to the draft, I had conversations with uh, C- Coach Copeland. Um, you know, those went real well. And then the, the draft came um, and I wasn't too surprised that my name was called. Um, you know, I like to still think as Think of myself as as one of the top players in, in the professional game, so um, you know I was real excited to be joining the Water Dogs, and i then even more excited when I saw the rest of the names that were called for that team.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, one of those names that was also called was Connor Kelly. Uh, he was also drafted in the expansion draft by the Riptide, and is now uh, your teammate on the Water Dogs as well. Um, have you guys talked about you know getting the chance to play together again this summer? And uh, how do you think your chemistry that you've developed on the Riptide will help you on the Water Dogs?
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, Connor and I have, uh, uh, you know, became good friends and our relationship has grown, um, this season with the riptide, um, and starting to build that chemistry on and off the floor. Um, so, you know, that that's just going to translate into the PLL. Um, you know, just, you really see it in the professional game, uh, you know, the chemistry really click when you're, when you're playing out there on the field. So getting to know Connor over the past few months has been awesome and, uh, Look to continue to uh, you know keep that relationship going and continue to connect on the field and and hopefully you know do some damage this year with the Water Dogs.
1: Yeah, for sure. And is there anyone else you're really excited
0: to be playing with this summer? Um, you know, my old teammate in Florida, Ryan Drenner. Um, you know, he's he's obviously a really skilled player. Um, I've been a huge fan of of the way he plays the game. Um, you know, ever since his days at Towson, I was watching him, and then. And his teammate, you know, he's very versatile. Could dodge, could shoot, um, has great vision. Um, so he's he's a do it all guy. So, real excited to uh, to be back on the fle- uh back on the field with him um, in this uh, 2020 season.
1: No, for sure. And then uh, my final question before we take a quick break: What have your initial conversations been with Coach Copeland since being drafted?
0: Um, you know, kind of the direction and and the uh, the way he wants this. Uh, this 2020 season to go. Um, you know, I, I, uh, obviously ha- I have a huge chip on my shoulder, um, after not being protected, uh, as do probably every single guy on the water dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and that's obviously kind of the mentality that coach, uh, Copeland is, is trying to create. Um, and I think that's going to help drive, drive our, our season this year. And I think we'll be pretty scary once, uh, once we hit the the field with uh you know all these guys that are are pretty much out there you know got something to prove and and uh show the rest of the league
1: yeah no for sure i'm looking forward to watching you guys well we're going to take a quick break we'll hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll uh, dive into our 5 and 5 segment when we get back
0: sounds good It's only a kick, a jump,
1: a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure. You got this, Adidas. Today's show is being brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. You can use Stitcher Premium to listen to shows ad-free such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine the Lost Trail, or our favorite, The Fantasy Footballers. For only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. Better yet, if you go over to stitcher.com premium and use the promo code lacrosse today, you can get one month free. So head on over to Stitcher, sign up, and get your free trial today. All right, so welcome back. Uh, now let's dive into our five and five. I'll start off with the lacrosse questions. Uh, so these are supposed to be, you know, more fun answers. Kind of just talk about like your game day routines or whatsoever. Um, so number one, I'll ask is, what are some of your top songs on your game day or workout playlist?
0: Uh, so you know, actually, I I don't have like a game day playlist. Uh, okay. I kind of leave that up to whoever's in the locker room uh, controlling the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like to kind of keep it loose and and kind of you know mess around and. And, you know, talk a little bit with my teammates as that music's going on in the background. Um, I don't try I don't really, you know, throw on the headphones and get too locked in. Like I said, I like to keep it loose. So whatever whatever the uh locker room DJ's got going that day, I'm I'm usually vibing out to.
1: All right. And uh number two, kinda of going off of that, do you have any pregame superstitions or routines?
0: Um again I like to try to keep it loose. Um, you know, I I do tape my stick. Um, but i don't have any any crazy routines um you know i don't i don't want to be like oh no i didn't do this today i'm i'm not going to score any goals or, or yeah. anything like that so really just just take my stick and get a good stretch and um that's kind of my routine okay yeah no nothing
1: wrong with that and then uh another another question i have is what is your current lacrosse stick set up in terms of shaft head and stringing
0: um so i use the evo 5 um, with the uh, Evo Carbon shaft, um, right now it is the all black look. Um, and then I got, um, you know, I use just three three shooters across with one nylon. Um, you know, pretty uh, pretty smooth release. Um, you know, in the indoor game, you can't really have too much whip on your stick um, in those in those tight situations where you need to just get a, get that ball out of your stick quick. Mm-hmm. Um so you know pretty smooth release not too much hook not a, not not a big bag um and and you know three across pretty pretty standard <laughs>
1: is that the same you use in uh the field game as well is there any variance uh or is it just around the same across the board
0: Yeah so I'll I'll loosen up the bottom string a little bit uh make make the pocket just a little bit deeper um mm-hmm. but it it doesn't really change too much
1: Gotcha And then uh number 4 who is your favorite lacrosse personality on social media right now?
0: I'll have to go with my uh, my ex teammate and, and a good buddy, Scotty Rogers. Uh, okay, yeah, he, he's always a good follow. Um, whether you need a good laugh or, or some good motivation, um, he's got you. He's got you on all ends. So
1: yeah, no, for sure, he brings the intensity on uh, no matter what he's doing. <laughs> oh yeah. And then number five, uh, what has been your favorite venue to play lacrosse at? It can be more than one.
0: Ooh, favorite venue. Um, let's see. Uh, I would say indoor venue, um, would probably have to be, uh, Saskatchewan. Okay. I was playing out in, uh, for the ru- or against the rush. And, uh, I mean, they, they sell that place out like 18,000 fans, uh, just kind of going crazy. Um, for, so that was, that was a, a real cool experience and then outdoor i would i would probably have to say this this past summer at um at John Hopkins um you know playing out in front of a sold out crowd um some passionate friends uh passionate fans there um you know in that baltimore area but uh hopefully if you ask me this question again i'll i'll say stony brook uh this this upcoming summer summer
1: yeah no for sure and we're hoping it's going to be a packed and sold out crowd there as well and as you predicted it it should be um yeah. And then going off of that we'll have the off the field questions. So the first one I'll ask you for that is uh what are some hobbies or activities that you enjoy doing when you're not on the lacrosse field or floor?
0: Um <laughs> so I don't not not too much free time with, with coaching and, and playing yeah. and things like that, but um definitely just being outdoors. Um, you know, like some hiking or um, you know, just hanging out with friends um, taking my dog to good places and things like that. Um, really just being outdoors and doing some adventurous, adventurous stuff. Um, is kind of, kind of my hobbies now.
1: Okay. Uh, number two, what are some of your favorite places to go when you're on the Island?
0: Oh, uh, de- definitely the beaches. Um, I actually lived in a town called Long Beach, uh, for a few years and it's a very, uh, beachy, beachy town, kind of like a Cali vibe to it. Um, and that's that's one of my favorite places to go. Um, so I'd probably have to say uh, Long Beach.
1: Okay. And then number three, who's a non-lacrosse athlete that you think would r- really excel on the lacrosse field?
0: I would probably have to say, let's see, probably like, like a Russell Westbrook. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, that guy, he's got... Some crazy athleticism. Um, so I think if you put a lacrosse stick in that guy's hand it would it would be pretty scary.
1: Yeah, he's got some moves for sure. Um, number four, what is your favorite meal and do you prefer to dine out, take out, or cook at home?
0: Favorite meal, um, I would probably have to say um there's actually this Italian spot that I grew up by the the chicken parm hero. Um that is just it's just pretty unbelievable. Um but I would have to say dine in. Okay. Um, not not huge on on cooking too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do, I do a pretty good job of cooking, but sometimes could be lazy. Um, so I, I would say probably dine in uh, would be probably my go to.
1: And then number five, what's a book that you've read, or it could be a podcast that you're listening to that you'd recommend to a teammate or a friend?
0: Um, so I listen to a lot of the uh, Joe Rogan podcast okay that's a popular one you know he's got a whole um array of of people that come on anywhere from you know like nutritionists or motivational speakers or ufc fighters athletes so kind of um hits all all different areas so i really enjoy listening to uh to his podcast
1: no that's awesome yeah that's a popular one that and i think spit and shit are like the two most popular ones that we get uh when we ask that question (laughs) And then finally that wraps up our five and five, but we'd like to end on one final question here. And what is some advice that you have for a young athlete looking to one day play lacrosse professionally?
0: I would definitely say have fun with the game and work hard. Um, you know, you don't you don't get to the professional level without working hard, um, you know, day in and day out. Um and you know, it's it's not only you know, going to practice every day because every lacrosse player or athlete is doing that. It's it's the work that you put in in the backyard and, and when no one's watching that will really take you to the next level and uh, make you exceed, uh, succeed and, and really be, um, you know, one of the top players. So if if you want to, if you really want to make it to the, pro- the professional level, I would say, you know, the work that you put in when no one's looking will, will get you there.
1: No, that's some great advice for our young listeners. Uh well Kieran, this has been awesome. Uh remind people where they can find you on social media.
0: Um, so both Instagram and Twitter, it's Kieran Mcardle 6 Um not too not too uh, too crazy on Twitter, but uh keep keep my uh Instagram pretty social, so give me a follow
1: Sounds good, yeah, for sure. But this has been awesome. Thanks again for joining us. Uh we wish you the best of luck the rest of the season with the Riptide and then this upcoming season uh with the Wonder
0: Dogs. Alright, thanks for having me. Nice talking to you. Thank you.
1: Today's show is being brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. You can use Stitcher Premium to listen to shows ad-free such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine the Lost Trail, or our favorite, The Fantasy Footballers. For only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. Better yet, if you go over to stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code lacrosse today, you can get one month free. So head on over to Stitcher, sign up, and get your free trial today.